This is a heavy, heavy weekend for us here at uh, the parish. And today we have the corporate communion for our Knights of Columbus. Hey, good turnout today, man. <laughs> Wonderful, good to see you, all the Knights of Columbus and uh, ladies, uh, the angels. And also today we have the rite of sending. Uh, we have a catechumen and uh, two candidates preparing for the sacraments of initiation. And also, <clears throat> yesterday we had the first reconciliation for 20 of our kids preparing for First Communion. And I was amazed. I read through their interviews, the 20 of them, and I was amazed that they understood what sin was. Because one was a question was, what is sin? And I was truly amazed with these second graders. They understood that sin was something wrong that you choose to do in purposefully. Wow. That's amazing. Because the readings today, the first reading from the book of Genesis, we hear about the first sin that Adam and Eve committed. What was that sin? Disobedience. Disobedience was the first sin. And what was the temptation? The temptation was you can become like gods. You can become like gods. And that has been the temptation throughout every generation in the history of mankind, the temptation to become God. Jesus himself went through this in the gospel today. Three times he was tempted to deny that he was the son of God. Satan comes tempting him, if you are the son of God, you can do whatever you want. Change this stone to become bread. Jump from this steeple, this cliff, and the angels will be taking care of you. All this in the world, the cities in the world can be yours if you bow to me. These are the temptations that we face in every generation. And we are facing it right now in our society today. We want to take God away from our schools. We want to take God away from the public. So who becomes God? Because we can do anything we want. Anything. You are God, you can do whatever you want. 
And this is the temptation that you and I face every day. But scripture today speaks very clearly to us that from the beginning, God created man from dust. And he breathed life into him. And that is why we became living beings. Ash Wednesday reminded us of this. When we put ashes on our foreheads, it reminds us that we are dust. And unto dust we shall return. That is a reality. Because the temptation to become God is so strong, so powerful, that you can become whoever you want to be. You can become what you want to be. There's no more commandments to follow. There's no more teachings of the church. There's no more truth. You can make up your own lives because you have become God. And this is the great danger that we face in our society today. It is powerful. And this is where we during this Lenten season, the church reminds us if we are going to be what God, who God created us to be, there are three disciplines of Lent that teach us this. Prayer, fasting, and doing almsgiving. These are the three disciplines that make us become children of the Father because we are not here for ourselves we are here for God and for one another in almsgiving you have white, pew, white envelopes out there in the pews these envelopes are going to help victims of the earthquake in Syria and Turkey Thousands and thousands have died of this natural disaster. And who can help them? We, the children of the Father, they rely on us to do almsgiving during this Lenten season. We have our rice bowl. We have the fish fry. All this money from fish fry goes towards charities that we take care of here through the Knights of Columbus, through the angels, and through the parish. Hundreds and hundreds of charities that we take care of. I got some, I invited some priests to come and taste our fish fry last Friday. They were very impressed. They said, we didn't expect this huge operation here. They said, well, this is what our people are for. They want to give back to our community. And that's what the Knights of Columbus are. To give back 
to our community. Because this makes us holy to do almsgiving, to sacrifice a little bit for the others. These are the things that make us holy. Prayer. You have our Lenten reflection books out there. Use them, please, for this Lenten season to deepen your love for God's word, to deepen your intimacy with God. If you have not been praying the rosary, start praying the rosary today. If you haven't learned how to pray the chaplet of divine mercy, there should be pamphlets out there to help you pray the chaplet of divine mercy. If you haven't been to adoration, hey, come Tuesday night, 5 to 6 p.m. If you haven't been to the stations of the cross, to walk with Jesus in the stations of the cross, to see what involves Jesus to take away all our sins, Friday nights, join us. Because these are the disciplines that church gives us, not only to make us holy, but to deepen our love for God and for one another. My brothers and sisters, this season of Lent, may we bring Christ back into our lives. Let's bring Jesus back because there's no one who can save Adam and Eve and the sin against disobedience that they disobeyed God. It's only Jesus. He has done that on the cross for us and he will continue to do that for every generation. Let us learn from Jesus. Let us not allow Satan to play around with us. Pope Francis has asked us to pray the prayer to St. Michael after every Mass because the reality of the temptation against God is strong and powerful. We need to deepen our love in our prayer life. So brothers and sisters, as we enter into this holy season of Lent, let us become holy by praying, fasting, and doing works of charity, almsgiving, in whatever way we can. That will lead us to holiness, sanctity of life, and a deep relationship with God. May that be the work, our labor of love, this Lenten season, to deepen our love for God and let us care for one another. God bless you all.